Mark your calendars! The ADCES 24 Annual Conference parades into New Orleans August 9-12, through 12, 2024. Registration opens March 26, but you can start planning your trip now. Get ready to seize opportunities to connect, learn, and optimize your diabetes care and education practice. Stay tuned for updates at ADCES24.org. Hello, and welcome to AADE's podcast, The Huddle, Conversations with the Diabetes Care Team. In each episode, we speak with guests from across the diabetes care space to bring you perspectives, issues, and updates that elevate your role, inform your practice, and ignite your passion. I'm Crystal Broy, Chief Technology and Innovation Officer at AADE, and I've got a great show for you today. I have the pleasure of talking with Janice McLeod about smart insulin pens and how they bring data-driven MDI therapy into your practice. Janice is an AADE fellow, a CDE, and a dietitian. She works for Companion Medical, where she is the head of clinical advocacy. Welcome, Janice. Thank you, Crystal. So today we're talking about insulin pens. So I wanted to start by asking you how many patients are on insulin therapy and rely on injections for their everyday insulin delivery. Well, it's estimated that there's anywhere from 7.4 to 8 million individuals on insulin therapy in the United States today. Wow. And the vast majority, 85 to 90% or so, rely on injections for insulin delivery. And so about 10% or so are using basic or smart insulin pumps. And then a small number are, are using inhaled insulin. So many patients need the availability of tools to help them with dosing support, but they don't want the inconvenience, the cost, the complexity, or the commitment that they perceive is involved in using an insulin pump. So now uh, an entirely new category of insulin delivery, smart insulin pens offer this dosing support uh, with the convenience and lower cost of a simple familiar pen paired to an integrated diabetes management app. And this, as you can well imagine, is particularly important for multiple daily insulin therapy patients who need to dose several times a day. So what are some of the challenges that a person with diabetes on MDI therapy have and their care teams face? Well, there's a several. And number one would be patients forget to take their insulin. And when they do, sometimes they can't remember if they took the dose or not. And this can lead to a dangerous quandary. Do you inject and risk double dosing? Uh, putting yourself at risk of severe hypoglycemia? Or do you not inject and risk missing out having injected at all, which could lead to high blood glucose levels? And then, of course, sometimes people are intentionally omitting insulin doses, maybe due to inconvenience, embarrassment, or maybe they're choosing to skip a meal. But we do know that missing just two meal-related doses per week can lead to an increase in A1C of 0.4%. Now, another challenge is that when people take their insulin, they often have trouble figuring out the correct dose to take. And so the way patients tend to handle this is they just estimate and they typically guess on the low side. 
And this can present some problems, obviously, with elevated glucose levels or glycemic variability. You know, we know, again, from research that two-thirds of people taking insulin cannot calculate their dose correctly. And that is, even if they know what their blood glucose level is, and they also know how much carbohydrate they're eating. So you can see this is a significant challenge and it requires some tools to help people better manage their insulin, make better insulin dosing decisions. Again, from research with um, automated bolus calculators, these were the meter-based automated bolus calculator research studies that were done, people using these tools often are able to lower their A1C by 0.7 to 1%. And this research underscores the fact that people need help calculating their insulin dose, which brings us to another challenge, and that is insulin stacking. People often don't know how much insulin they've taken or how much insulin they still have working in their body. And clearly we wanna mitigate the risk of hypoglycemia as much as possible. So being able to keep track of insulin on board is paramount. Uh, research again shows us that over 60% of insulin doses are taken with some insulin still on board from previous doses. Interesting. What about the data from that? Well, and that's another one of the challenges. When you think about it now, how do you know if and when your patients that are on injection therapy, how do you know when they're taking their insulin and how much they're taking? In the multiple daily insulin world, this is often hard because more often than not, MDI patients, multiple daily insulin therapy patients, do not record their insulin doses. Um, they may or may not record their carb intake and their glucose levels. And without that data, it makes it very difficult to optimize a patient's insulin regimen. I was looking at Indoctrine today and saw uh, an article that was talking about how smart insulin pens can address unmet needs. In there, David Curran, Hope Warsha, actually developed a roadmap to smart insulin pens. Can you kind of walk through that for me? Uh, certainly, I would be glad to. You know, just to give you a little context on that, several years ago, Dr. Aaron Kowalski, who currently heads JDRF, he uh, proposed a roadmap for the development of artificial pancreas systems. And this was very useful in clearly laying out where we were at the time and the steps we would need to take to get to a fully automated system. So in this 2019 Endocrinology Today publication that you were just referencing um, on smart insulin pens, the authors, and it's Dr. David Kerr, he uh, is an endocrinologist, head Samsung Diabetes Research Center, and of course, Hope Warshaw, uh, one of our past AADE presidents, they propose a conceptually similar roadmap, but this time for the development of smart insulin pens. So let me walk you through it. There's... Um, five stages. So stage zero here would be the legacy insulin delivery capability. So think about vials and syringes, traditional insulin pens. And this is where the vast majority of those millions of people on insulin are today. So they're not getting any dosing support. Then the authors introduce this concept of the tracking insulin pen. Right. And for that, um, they cover stages one through three. 
So in stage one, you could have a pen, a cap, or a clip that would attach to an existing insulin pen that would be capable of tracking the dose data on that device. And then that allows a retrospective dose data review. And an example here um, that we have in the market is the Novo Pen Echo. So people using that can look in the end of the cap and they can see how much insulin they took for their last dose. And there's sort of a dial that allows them to see how long ago they took that dose. So, so then I have that right on my pen and I can see what I'm doing. I, I definitely see where that's a step up from just a plain pen. Absolutely. And then stage two is taking it a step further and incorporates real-time dose tracking uh, now with cloud connectivity. So now we have uh, the real-time dose data. We can track IOB, insulin on board, which is so critical as we just discussed. And think about it. This now introduces the possibility of remote patient monitoring and virtual care, which we know is so important uh, in our evolving care models. So stage two would have it on uh, doing a connect connectivity to a computer, right? So then I'd be able to look at other charts and graphs or something with that? Yes, absolutely. And then think about stage three where of the tracking insulin pen, where now we're incorporating other related data. So adding the dose data in that we've never had before for insulin injection therapy patients, but now also bringing in glucose data and carbohydrate in integrated diabetes management reports. So you can put all that data together for the first time. And then I can see what's happening with me when I eat something or when I take my insulin and kind of watch how that reacts in my body. Yes. And think about being able to work more collaboratively with your care team to improve the insulin regimen. Right. And then there's two more stages? Yes. Stage four, here the authors introduce smart insulin pens. And this includes the all of the real-time tracking and the integrated data reports that we just talked about, but now adds in decision support with an insulin dose calculator that's able to detect a prime versus a therapeutic dose and also provides the dosing recommendations based on the individual's uh, insulin therapy settings. So think about their insulin carb ratio, insulin sensitivity factor, their target glucose, and duration of insulin action. So when you bring all of this together, that support in helping to know how much to dose for the patient and the integrated diabetes therapy data for the healthcare team, that the criteria for the true smart insulin pen are met. Now, currently, the product that meets the stage four smart insulin pen criteria is the uh, InPen by Companion Medical. It's FDA cleared and commercially available in the U.S. So this is a whole new world for pens when you start talking about the smart insulin pens. What's stage five then? Well, stage five is our future, our very exciting future. Um, think about bringing into this, and this is exactly where smart insulin pens are headed, um, advanced decision support. Think about weight-based setup for the insulin therapy settings um, that we just talked about, basal titration, um, clinical variable learning, predictive sort of recommendations, uh, data-driven educational models, modules, coaching, and so forth. 
So it's a truly exciting uh, connected future that's going to provide so much needed support for our uh, insulin therapy, insulin injection therapy patients. Thanks for walking me through that. The graphic that goes with that was pretty interesting, but your explanation made it so much more clear for me. We will have that graphic on our podcast page so everyone else can see it as well. Now, with these smart pens, you know, what role can the diabetes care and education specialist play helping their patients get started? Well, choosing the method of insulin delivery that's right for the person with diabetes is a very personal decision. And the diabetes care and education specialist uh, can really help that patient in thinking through the pros and cons of different approaches and determine what makes the most sense for them. You know, we now have more accurate CGM uh, devices, continuous glucose monitoring devices. We have new flatter basal insulin formulation. So it comes down to a few influencing factors in deciding on what's the best route of insulin delivery for a particular person. So if we think about the choice between do I inject or do I pump, there's some definite pros with pump therapy. You know, one would be I'm going to wear my insulin instead of carry it. So I don't have to carry insulin vial and syringes and pens. Now, in all fairness, I am going to have to carry around some extra infusion sets just in case I need them. Another advantage with pump therapy would be the 24-7 insulin delivery uh, with the ability to vary basal rate if needed. And think especially for, for instance, the Don phenomenon patient who has a pretty strong Don effect that needs that varied rate. Um, another advantage that you can think about is the ability to bolus discreetly with a button push. You can extend that bolus. You can deliver multiple boluses without having to inject. So some real advantages, and of course, it includes the dose calculator with the automatic tracking of insulin on board, which we've just said is so important. So then what are the cons for pumps and why would I choose a smart insulin pen instead? Well, some people see that others have a lack of desire to wear a device continuously. They just don't want to do that. Um, some find the device insertion and changes and maintaining an inventory of supplies to be cumbersome and inconvenient. Um, and others will talk about the burdensome requirement of mastering, you know, some complex technology. They just find it too challenging. Cost can be a problem. And for some, you'll hear people talk about the fact that wearing a pump makes them have this constant reminder of their diabetes. And so for these patients, a smart insulin pen could be a better alternative since they'd be able to get that dose calculator, the IOB tracking, the dosing recommendations, but without that cost, the inconvenience and the complexity that they perceive goes along with the, with the pump. That makes sense. So going to um, what other things that diabetes care and education specialists can do, um, can you go into that about leading some data-driven practices with this? Yes, this is so important, and this is a golden opportunity for diabetes care and education specialists that we have in front of us right now uh, to build data-driven services in our various practice settings. And I, I believe this is going to be critical to expanding our access, reach, and effectiveness. So Think about using the growing suite of connected devices um, that are gathering data for us. So some we're very familiar with 
the connected glucose monitoring devices and pumps that we've been using. Now we add to that smart insulin pens. Um, and also, of course, um, increasingly our patients are using fitness trackers and even connected blood pressure, heart rate, and weight monitors. So we now have a lot more data that we can use. And so there are some hallmarks of a data-driven practice that I think are so critical for diabetes care and education specialists to understand. So those hallmarks include three things. Number one, identify the right technology tools for each person with diabetes as a standard of care. So this could include uh, identifying that the use of smart insulin pens uh, would be a good choice for a particular patient. For others, it would be identifying the pump it is a better choice. But whatever it is, you're identifying the best tools for that individual, depending on their individual preferences and needs. That's number one. Number two, hallmark of a data-driven practice is configuring that technology tool to match the routine, the lifestyle, the therapy plan of that individual person. So again, if we're talking about a smart insulin pen, that would mean providing that patient with their personalized insulin therapy settings, their meal schedule that's adjusted to their daily routine, and how and when they should share the data with you. And then that brings us to the third hallmark of a data-driven practice, and that's using the data collaboratively on an ongoing basis with the patient to optimize care. And this is where the diabetes care and education specialists uh, can really shine. We're experts at using data. And you've been using data for a long time because in the early days it was pen and paper and now we have all this extra technology to work with it. So that's pretty cool. Do you have any concluding thoughts, Janice? Sure. I, I'd like to share a quote, actually, from Dr. Elliot Joslin. And we know him as one of the most influential early voices in diabetes care. He was actually around when uh, insulin was discovered. But he clearly stated the challenge when he said, and I'm going to quote him. These are his words. I look upon the diabetic as a charioteer. And his chariot is drawn by three steeds named diet, insulin, and exercise. It takes will to drive one horse, intelligence to manage a team of two, but a man must be a very good teamster who can get all three to pull together. End of quote. You know, we are approaching the 100-year anniversary of the discovery of insulin, and we have made multiple advances since those days. Uh, and yet, achieving glycemic targets remains elusive for way too many people. And now we can see how technology-enabled, data-driven care may be able to help better address these challenges for the millions of people using insulin. So that's these connected devices we've been talking about, uh, including the smart insulin pens that are paired with clinically validated software that helps provide that dosing support, making that data actionable and useful for the patient and the care team. And we've also talked about the importance of integrating that data into clinical care. So our connected future is here, and diabetes care and education specialists are the perfect people and in the perfect position to bring these solutions to our patients.
So we've talked a lot about insulin and insulin pens and the differences, pros and cons of pumps versus pens and and the really exciting um, new things that are coming up with these smart pens, which I'm super excited about. Do you have any um, last thoughts, Janice, that you could share with us? Yes, I'd love to share one that I just recently learned about and had a chance to learn a little bit more uh, about at AADE19 in Houston. And this is diabeteswise.org. This is from Stanford University. Dr. Corey Hood uh, is leading this initiative. Um, They're designing and beta testing a new website, diabeteswise.org, to help diabetes patients identify the right technology tools for their particular circumstances and their lifestyle and their diabetes care needs. And the way it works is they have a series of questions um, and an opportunity for people to learn about various devices and tools. Um, And the best part, they can tap into the wisdom of current people with diabetes that are using these different technology tools and then put all of that together to make informed choices about what technology So through a series of questions and an opportunity to learn about various devices and tools, including, and here's the best part, being able to tap into the wisdom of current people with diabetes that are using these different technology tools, um, that helps people then make uh, informed technology choices. I saw that website and I really like the way it's laid out. That it explains technology really well. And I like those videos of other persons with diabetes. So you can look and, and kind of see if you can see yourself as that person and using that device. Um, I think uh, Dr. Hood did a really good job with the design of the site. It makes it very easy to use. How can diabetes care and education specialists use that site? Well, a great question. I believe they could use this website as kind of a shared decision-making tool in partnership with their patients. And uh, you sit down together, go to the site and and, uh, help the person work through that. You know, there can be a technology learning curve for many people with diabetes. We recognize that. But with perseverance and help from the care team, you know, particularly in configuring the tool to match that individual's care plan, um, people are going to ultimately be able to benefit uh, by using these technology tools and become more empowered and active participants in their own care. So there is a link to diabeteswise.org on our website. So if you forget the name, you can go to Dana tech.org and find it there. But besides that website, Janice, I know that on danatech.org, we've got some other great resources. You pointed out several that we have on smart pens when we were talking about this. Do you want to reference those here so people know what to look for? And then we're also going to include those on our podcast webpage. Sure. There is the publication that we talked about earlier from Kerr and Warshaw from Endocrine Today uh, earlier this year uh, that it included the roadmap. Uh, that article's uh, in, in the Dana resource section. There's also a publication by Dr. Kwanoff on smart insulin pens that's been posted uh, in the resource section. And then hot off the press, a new article on connected smart connected insulin pens, caps, and attachments uh, that was published in Diabetes Spectrum uh, is also posted in Dana. Today, I learned a lot more about smart insulin pens. I hope the audience enjoyed it as well. Janice, thank you so much for spending some time with us. You are more than welcome. Uh, Greatly enjoyed it. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of The Huddle, Conversations with the Diabetes Care Team. Today, we were introduced to smart insulin pens, how to make choices between pens and pumps, where the smart insulin pens are going, 
and how you as a diabetes care and education specialist can bring that into your practice. To look at the resources and notes from today's discussion, visit diabeteseducator.org slash podcast. The information in this podcast is for informational purposes only and may not be appropriate or applicable for your individual circumstances. This podcast does not provide medical or professional advice and is not a substitute for consultation with a healthcare professional. Please consult your healthcare professional for any medical questions.